Welcome back to Staying Off Topic. This is your host, Keith Anderson. Uh, first and foremost, I want to thank you uh, for listening to Staying Off Topic. Uh, if, for, if this is your first time here, uh, my name is Keith Anderson. I talk about a plethora of different uh, topics and ideas and feelings. Um, if you are returning, I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, you can follow me on Stand Off Topic on Twitter.com, www.twitter.com, um, or get the app. Um, it's not my app. I don't really care what you do. Uh, but follow me. That's what I care about. Either way, uh, it's been about a week or so since I posted the last episode. Um, it is March, and I posted three or four episodes in February. I actively avoided talking about Black History Month. For the people who do listen, or if you are listening, go back and listen to the other topics. I may have mentioned it in one episode. I don't think I did, but I may have. But I actively stayed away from it. Let me tell you why. I have a really good friend, really smart gentleman. He is... wildly smart Um, but because of different reasons uh, he's a a lawyer well he wants to be a lawyer Um, but he has this like huge education and because of like different family issues um, either way that's neither here nor there Um, either way there's, there's this gentleman who is a very good friend of mine I used to work with him back in the day when I was in college. Um, and we've stayed in contact. And he's a really good friend of mine. He's very... We have... Como se dice... The same... I'm not going to say likes and dislikes, but thoughts on certain things. Um, the way... Uh, as far as society trending topics things like that we pretty much we're pretty similar um which most people friends they are usually for for me um if you don't know i am a black gentleman uh this gentleman i'm talking about is white and he's very very adamant about you know black lives matter which is great you always want allies and i have no issues with him so while i'm telling you this story there's no issues that he's done but one thing I posted something on Facebook and he said he said yes I'm so excited I posted it probably like second week of February he was like yes I'm so excited uh, we're getting back he said something to the effect of we're getting back to Keith um, schooling people on black history and I was like, I saw I liked this comment, didn't say anything to him, thought to myself, I'm not doing that anymore. It's not my job. And here's the reason why. For years, okay, during Black History Month, for years on Facebook, I used to go and I would post 
Um, every day, I would post a picture of somebody related to black history, obviously a black person. Um, actually, one time I posted a white guy, but either way, that's neither here nor there. But I posted, I posted a black person, and then I wrote their bio um, in my own words of what I knew about them and why people should look them up, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I did that for a couple years. Um, I did it with like figures of obviously like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Oprah, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, all those like notable figures, right? Uh, Rosa Parks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Then one year I was out of school and I decided to do it with the friends that I knew. And I had some really, really good, good content. Um, a lot of people, I would t- text them or I would hit them up on Facebook and say, hey, you know, give me your credentials. I want to honor you for Black History Month. So I really did that. I did that one year. Okay. Um, and it was actually, it popped up on my timeline and I loved it. It was amazing. Um, and so I used to do that, whatever. Then every Black History Month, I would go and post different things about, you know, random black people just on my timeline, as opposed to like, you know, not like stories, just like facts or something, you know, not specifically one person a day, but it would just be like facts every day or, you know, having Black History Month, whatever the case may be. So I did that for a while. And so what my friend was talking about, um, I would do it all the time. This year I decided not to. And that's the reason why. Is because I found myself in the month of February schooling and teaching white people stuff that they didn't know. That sounds great. I'm not a teacher. Which means, also, I'm not a teacher. I don't know everything. Which means I had to Google. Which also means that these same white people who are getting the education from Keith could also get it from the same place I got it from with a little effort. And this year, it made me think, how many white people posted about Black History Month? Okay. How many people saw stuff on their timeline? Black History Month. How many people cared about Black History Month? How many people actively avoided it? So I think about those things all the time and I go, if it's not for me, do you not see it? And if you don't see it, you should ask questions. Why don't you? And then you need to ask questions is what do you believe in? And here's my point. If you're one black friend, and I'm not saying you only have one, but if one of your black friends doesn't post Black History Month, black history facts how come you aren't seeing them how come your other black friends aren't posting them one two why aren't your white friends posting them three why aren't you posting them four is Facebook the only way you get these facts? So th- there's four different questions there. And when you ask those questions, hypothetical uh, or not, um, 
when you when you ask those questions to yourself, you come to a realization that maybe you're not as a term that I really don't like, but maybe you're not as woke as you thought. Maybe you're waiting on your black friends to validate you. Why not you validate your black friends? Okay. Whereas I don't need help with my validation. But instead of waiting to be an ally when prompted, be an ally when not prompted. Be an ally when you don't have to be. That's a true ally. Don't be an ally when you don't have to be. And a lot of people, you know, whether you're listening to this or not, a lot of people, don't. they see themselves as, oh, I'm down with the cause. And yes, Keith, I agree with you, of course. But how much work have you put in? Okay. Everybody has their own things. I like what I like, right? I... I like Star Wars, I like Marvel, I like video games, I like sports, I like black people, like that's what I do, right, like that's, I mean, I just, whatever it is, what it is, I like me, okay, if I don't help you find the other black people, do you have other black people to go to, and if you do, are they doing what I'm doing not saying I'm the figure but stay with me are they doing what I'm doing or are they actively doing the opposite of what I'm doing meaning are they posting stuff for Black History Month to let you know that they are black or are they actively trying to avoid black posts and black facts in Black History Month to avoid upsetting you and your people, I guess, to put it in layman terms. Because I heard this, uh, this was a, uh, someone asked this question. The, the question isn't, do you have black friends? The question is, do your black friends have black friends? And I found that to be interesting because here's why I've said this story, I think on here before, but there was someone I knew who said that uh, there were black people who went to her school and there were notably two, I believe two, might've been three, but let's just say two for for this example. One of them was gay, which she said that he's not really black, but he's gay, which I didn't understand what that meant. And then the other one wasn't really black because he was, you know, articulate. Yes, someone said that to me. Um, But, you know, he wasn't black, black is what they really said. (sighs) Okay. Besides their family, do they interact with other black people who don't live around you? Because that's a very, very... Think about it like this. If you, as a white person, hang around this black person, then it's you and this black person. Okay? Fair. If the rest of your friends are white, then that's who you... That's who you see yourself as. 
no matter what we are tribal people we go with our tribe we go with who we have most in common with so you see yourself as white when this black person leaves you the white person that he that you know i mean the white person that you are knowing that he's black when this black person leaves is this black person in company of other black people that aren't in your circle because if not that black person is friends with you as a white person and then when they leave they go hang around other white people there is a reason for that and there's also a reason why they think the way they think i know i know i know a couple of black people who definitely think a racism isn't real there's a, there's a lot of black not a lot but there's a couple of black people i know that think we should talk less about race here's my on both of those issues first off racism is real um that's just dumb two we should talk less about race okay here's my here's my only opinion about that um why why should we why should we not people get killed every day right people get killed every day b do we not talk about gun violence do we not talk about protecting our children from people who kidnap people who rape and kill do we not talk about being safe at home do we not talk about driving drunk do we not talk about traffic laws so i guess my point is if i think it's a problem why would i not talk about it if i think it's an issue why wouldn't I address it? I've had too many people tell me racism isn't real. We talk about it too much. No one's ever said that about people kidnapping children. There was a whole hashtag last summer, protect our children. Um, I don't understand. I guess I'm confused. Every time you leave your house, you lock your door. Just don't lock your door. Like, it doesn't make sense to me, and I don't understand it. So, either way, anyway, so the point of the matter is, back to the original question, not do you have black friends, but do your black friends have black friends? There's a big, there's a big difference. No matter what you say, and I've said this before, being black, A, it matters. Not Black Lives Matter, but being black matters. Being Irish might matter to you. Being German might matter to you. Having your last name be your own might matter to you. Whatever you identify with matters to you. Because if it didn't, you wouldn't care. If your name is Billy and I called you Bill or vice versa, or your name's William and I called you, you know, Bill. If you don't like that, you're gonna tell me like, hey, I don't like that. Yeah, it's, but it's not that big a deal. Let me call you by your wrong name. No, that doesn't, it, it matters to you. And if it matters to you, then you should say something. I don't see racism on a personal level. I don't. I see it when I see it, though, and I say something. 
see something, say something. That's how I feel about it. As I should. As you should. As he, she should. Everybody should. Because that's how you stop a problem. So, I guess, either way, back to my original point. Before I go off on all these tangents. (laughs) The... My main point is... I didn't post anything about Black History Month for the sole reason of I'm tired of teaching white people about black history. The funny thing is, I don't know everything about black history. The funny thing is, most black people don't either because they don't teach it. They don't know about black history the same way as you as a white person don't know because we've had the same education. Think about it. We go to the same school as you. It's not segregated anymore. So if you hadn't learned about black history, where do you think we're going to learn it from? The only way we learn it is by doing it on our own or taking that black history class in college. What if you didn't go? Okay. Hopefully they taught it in your high school. Probably not. I had the fortunate um, opportunity to have a very black centric teacher in fourth grade also had another very black centric teacher in 9th 11th and 12th grade um i had three of them actually in high school um in 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 college i had two white ladies to be fair um one was an english teacher and the other was a black uh, uh, african-american studies teacher um probably two of the most knowledgeable woke people i've ever met um the one lady, English teacher, I forget her name. I, I can only, I can, I'll tell you this little small story about her. She was, um, I think, I believe she was a lesbian. She had really short hair. She, she wasn't really masculine, and I don't know if this is offensive, but she was like butch, you know? But she was very petite. She was very skinny. She wasn't like bigger or anything like that. Um, but I remember going to college, and in college it was a you know PWI, a predominantly white institution, and she made it a point to point out the black people that were in class. There was like two or three of us, and she goes, "Let me tell you guys something. When you walk through this campus, hold your head up." Ironically, I had a lady, a black lady, when I was younger, tell me that, and I was like eight. I had no idea what she was talking about because that's what that's what she said to me. And then that was it. But this lady explained. And she said, walk with your head up. Because when you look white people in the eyes, terrifies them. I was like, what? No. It was like, historically, back in the day, it was against the law for black people to look white people in the eye. They would get lynched for it. So, culturally... Most black people don't look white people in the eyes. I was like, that can't be true. I look everybody in the eye. I'm a grown man. I look you in the eye. And then I noticed that that was a thing. Every time a black person would talk, they would talk down. They would talk like looking at the floor. Or they would look away. Whatever. She was like, do it. And she was like, honestly. And then think about it like this. With cops. Cops treat Forget about black people, but they tr- if you look them in the eye and show them that you have just as much autonomy over your body as they think they have over your body, they kind of cower. 
if you look at a cop in the eye, they get upset. They get pissed. Like, oh, who do you think you are? I'm a fucking citizen of the United States. That's who the fuck I am. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But she said that. She was like, also, she was like, a lot of you white people are from very small class or very small towns in the in the state. And she was like, this is your first introduction to black people. What you shouldn't do is cross into the grass. Now, this one actually happened to me. I'll tell you a little side story, another side quest. Um, when I was younger, me and my dad were walking downtown, down in the city downtown. And after, I don't know where we're going. I don't know where we're going back to. Um, I believe, I believe it was, we used to have like fireworks downtown or like a rib off. It was some sort of, you know, whatever, some sort of event downtown. And we, me and him walked back to the car to go pick up my mom and my sisters. And, uh, you know, no big deal. I was younger, a lot younger. My dad's not really an opposing man at all. He's very small. Um. As of right now, I'm probably three times as big as he is, as he's ever been. He's never been. He's never been that big. So either way, we're walking down a street, and a white lady's walking towards us with her daughter. Maybe she crosses the street, four lane downtown area. She crosses the street. I didn't notice. My dad pointed it out to me. She was going to the building that me and him were passing. So she had to cross back over. And he was like, they were scared. I'm like, what do you, why? We're not gonna do anything to them. He's like, yeah, we're, we're black. So they're scared of us, naturally. They think we're gonna do something to them. But we gave them no indication. The only indication was that us being black. It happened. And I was like, oh shit. You know, I was a kid. I didn't understand the gravity of the situation, but it, you know, it landed, and I remember, I'll never forget it. Well, in college, it happened all the time, and I didn't know. I'm a, I'm a very respectful young man. So when I was, a, I, I don't know if I was taught or whatever, but like passing me, I say hi or you know, hello, head nod, whatever the case may be. Um, you do the same or, you know, give a smile and whatnot. Um, and that's it. And then like, you know, you scoot over, you know, to the edge of the sidewalk to give people, you know, pass. So anyway, walking to the library, the main part of the campus, the Butte, I haven't been in college in a long time. <laughs> Busar's office, I think it was called. Um, library and the Busar's office are in the same building. So when you walk down that way, um, I had a class in that building too. So when you walk down that way, the 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 sidewalk was probably six to ten feet wide. It was a really wide sidewalk. Like you could probably fit a good five people next to each other across that sidewalk. I had always noticed the women who I assumed have never been around black people, would walk in the grass, okay? Uh, two people, broad daylight, by the way, they would purposefully walk into the grass 
and then get back on the sidewalk as they pass. And when she pointed it, the teacher pointed it out, I was like, holy shit. Like, I didn't notice how much it happened. And it happened a lot. And I was like, is it just something like, is it explicit? Like, do they know? Like, oh shit, gotta get in the grass. Or is it, or is it, you know, uh, subconsciously? Like, I'm gonna go this way. And I don't know why. You know what I mean? And I, and I don't know. And I don't know. I never really cared to know. What I do know is, is that I always use it to my advantage because there were a lot of people on campus, to be fair, who didn't do that. But then there were some people on campus that did. And you always notice. And when it happened, you just, you know, walk in the middle of the fucking road. Because it's like, fuck, you're going to get over in the grass anyway. Why do I need to be close to the other side of the grass? Like, fuck. But, but, but I'm in school. I have a book bag on. I don't care how big I am or how small I am or how black I am or how not black I am. I'm walking to school, man. It's 9 o'clock in the goddamn morning. You think I'm really worried about coming to get you? It's 9 o'clock in the morning. So it's just sometimes I was just like, ugh, you guys are dumb. But then I learned at a very young age about handshakes as well. And I know this is very minuscule. But one of my coaches taught me, just an offhand thing, not about football at all, but he taught me when people who think they're smarter or more powerful than you give you a handshake, they would have their palms facing down and the back of their hand facing upwards and give you a handshake as to show you how dominant they were because they were on top of you. And I was like, that's dumb. So, of course, me and the people he told it to, my teammates, some of my best friends, we would go and try, always try to shake each other's hand like that because it's hilarious. And then if 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 I came at you with my palms facing up, I would try to turn your hand. So then we had to you know see who's stronger. Boys will be boys in a good sense, not the rapey sense. Either way. <laughs> um. So I've always since taking her class. Um, and rest in peace to her. She died a couple years back. But um, I'll tell you about that too. But but after taking her class, I started just looking people in the eyes. And I, when I tell you, grown men, men who are 20 years my senior, would look me in the eye and then look away. They were intimidated because why am I? I'm not scared of you. But this is something that I wasn't taught, but also I was taught. If that, if you, I don't know if you know what that means, but it's something culturally that it's it's passed down from generation to generation in the black community, but it's not explicitly said. But it's kind of you get it, and it's not something that you know you got. You just got it. Um, so yeah, I would look these people dead in their eye, shake their hand, like you're gonna treat me like a man, you're gonna treat me like a human being first and foremost, and this is what you're gonna get. You're gonna get all the confidence in the world, and ever since then, you can't tell me shit. I don't care who you are. I'm not cowering because A, I'm not scared of you, and B, I don't care who you are. Even if you have my job and career in your hands, I'm still gonna be me. Fuck you, I can get another job. You know what I mean? So, 
either way. So I learned that from her. The only thing is, and like I said, rest in peace to her. Um, she, her mom and dad, I don't didn't like her lifestyle. Um, of note, though, one of the first introductions to us, she she would she told us that she loved the song Eminem song uh, Stan, and in karaoke she would go wear a hoodie, close her eyes, sing the song word for word, and in tears or something she was saying. She just, she, it was a great song for us to listen. It's a great song for me. But <clears throat> she was like, that's just who I am. That's just what I you know, like to do, whatever. Either way, so she was very um, body autonomy. She had tattoos. Like I said, she was pretty petite, but like short, short, short hair, like almost bald. Um, like I said, she was a lesbian. Um, her parents didn't agree with her lifestyle her parents this is what I was told by a friend of mine who was a really good friend of hers um, her parents got sick and she got really close to them and she changed her identity she grew out her hair long flowing hair um, this was in a matter of like two years by the way like I was a freshman when I met her didn't have any of her other classes by senior year she was a different person to me because I was talking to my friend and she was like, oh yeah, that's so-and-so. And I'm like, no, 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 there's no way that's her. She was like, yeah, and then she told me the story. Her parents got sick and she just turned into a different person. She, you know, got back into church. Um, she ended up having a boyfriend, um, et cetera, et cetera. She was very um, kind of domesticated. I was really sad about that. And then she got sick later on, and then she passed away. Um, but I think she had a kid, though. She had a kid before that happened, like, closely before that happened. So I always felt bad for, about that situation. But, hey, you know, this is what it is. Um, the other lady who taught the African-American history class, um, Mrs. Shelby, Dr. Shelby, I think her name was, she was super knowledgeable about African-American history, and I loved it. I learned so much from her, and I was like, this is amazing. More people should take this class, et cetera, et cetera. Um, <clears throat> but either way, back to the topic at hand. I had, like I said, I hadn't posted a lot. Uh, a couple of, Last year, I posted something on Facebook saying, you know, I'm black. I'm always going to be black. I love black people. Um, how can I not? My family's black. My son's black. You know, my mom's black. My dad's black. Like, I, I'm black. Like, how can I not love these people? You know, it is what it is. Um, and that's who I am. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll never shy away from that. Um, I have a lot of white friends. I have a lot of black friends. It is what it is. That's who I am. I'm just a person at the end of the day. For me, sometimes I hate talking about racism because it's like, I am black. I'm also a person. I also can do things that require me not being black. But you're going to see me that way. That's a difficult part. It's not me seeing myself as black Keith doing this thing. It's you seeing me doing this thing as a black person. So sometimes you just got to step into your truth. Um, so it is what it is. But I made that post. And I was like, um, you know, 
if you're down for Keith, then you should be down for black people. If you're not down for black people, you're not down for Keith, and that's just how it goes. Simple as that. And I lost friends over that post, and that's fine. I don't know who, but I've lost a ton of people over the past year and a half, a couple years from speaking about black and my black existence and all those things. And I don't regret it whatsoever. What I do, um, like I said, care about is, like I said, I just didn't want to do it this year. I reposted it, that post. I posted it in March. I reposted that post today. And, like, that's it. That's all all the energy I'm going to give it because it is what it is. If you're not for me, you can get on my... Here's the thing. A lot of people on Facebook, they don't like my stuff anymore because I'm very pro-black in the past year, two, two, three years. It's been longer than that, but... And I'll speak on that, too. But um, I've lost friends for arguing with them about racism. Hey, racism real. No, it's not. And then they delete me. I don't know okay like I don't understand how I'm wrong for saying racism is real and we need to defeat it but I'm wrong okay cool um so I've lost friends for that and that's fine I've lost white friends I've lost black friends for that and again that's okay too shit happens you just gotta deal with it um but I've noticed that the people who are still on my friends list who directly oppose me, um, they don't comment on anything unless I post about racism. And I always find that funny. For something you don't believe, you sure, you sure have an opinion about it. If, don't mind that business unless it minds you. Simple. So, Either way, okay, I remember what I was going to talk about. So, I've been pro-black for my whole life. I mean, fuck it, why not, right? Here's the thing, and I found this, someone said this um, on a TikTok, actually. Um, TikTok has taught me so many things. This black kid who, he had discourse with this white kid, um, his best friend, and he goes, my friend, the black kid saying this, my friend thinks that I am a centrist and he's far left. He's in actuality, me and him have very, very similar alliances. The problem is my black skin already puts me at a, not a disadvantage, but it already puts me as an extreme. My black skin is already an extreme. So if I start being extremist, people find that to be a violent act and so if my black skin starts talking about very extreme views um, or, or what they deem to be extreme people get uh, uncomfortable and the, the, a world of things came from that but one of the things that I thought about was uh vocality i don't know if that's a right word but i like it so being vocal about being black was never never something that i did um 
I'm not even gonna say never. It was, and then it stopped, and then it was again, and then it stopped, and now I'm back. And it's it's literally not to protect me, but to protect other people. You know, I really wanted friends on Facebook, or I wanted my friends to be my friends. So I I toned down how much I like black people, and that's and that's fucked up for me. Don't get me wrong, it is. But man, when you start loving black people, all of a sudden your friends disappear. Why is that? It's almost as if <laughs> those people may be racist. And it's crazy. So when you have extreme views, as I do, um, man, and they're not even extreme. Equality is so extreme, I guess. But when you have these views and you have this skin, people see it as a violent act symbol just by talking. You know, I, I firmly believe that I am a very animated guy when I need to be. When I'm speaking, I speak with my hands like a lot of people do. I've noticed a lot of white people speak with their hands. When I do it, it's seen, it's seen as aggression. Oh, you're mad. No, I'm not mad. I'm explaining to you exactly where we disagree. I can be upset. I can yell, but just because I'm animated, that means nothing. That means absolutely nothing. Um, so, yeah, back, I used to, like I said, not speak about certain things. Now I have to. Now I want to. And I don't care who likes and who doesn't. And that's just growth from on my part. But it's also embarrassing on my part as well. I don't. So it is what it is. Like, it's embarrassing because that's the way I felt. But at the same time, it wasn't like, again, it's not explicit. I didn't actively go, I'm not going to talk about black people. No. I was just like, I'm going to go down the middle. Not not talk about black people, but I'm just going to talk about good and funny things. Um, a couple years ago, I had a girl that used to work for me. This girl, she got on Facebook and said, Keith, I like when you posted fun stuff. Recently, you've been really negative. And so, whatever, whatever else the post said. And I read that. I liked it. And I lost all respect for her. And I looked at my post and I go, negative. And at the time, the posts were... Trayvon Martin getting killed. The posts were Tamir Rice getting murdered. Um, the posts were, um, you know, people being shot by the police and how it isn't right. And that was seen as negative. I'm not being negative. I'm telling you the truth. This is fucked up. At the time, Tamir Rice, when he was murdered by the cop driving by, he was nine years old. My son was like six or no, he was seven or eight, something like that. They were close in age. You really think I give a fuck what you think about me being negative? Not anymore. But at the time when it happened, at the time I was just like, this is me. Why don't you recognize Keith? And then and now I fully realize why you didn't. A, I was at work, so. As a manager of her, I definitely didn't talk about stuff like that because 
you know, it is what it is. But at the same time, as a friend of hers, and we used to hang out, not just me and her, but like me and a lot of a lot of people I work with, we used to all hang out. But I used to never talk about stuff like that because, you know, whatever, when you're drinking, you're drinking. And that's my whole thing. You can drink with Keith and get drunk with Keith, but you never talk to Keith. We aren't really friends. You don't know my likes. You don't know my dislikes. You don't know my slushy meter, for that matter. Uh, you don't know anything about me. And you're saying, like, oh, man, we used to be friends. Did we? Where do I live? You ever been to my house? You ever met my dad? I stayed with my dad for seven years. You met him? You know him? Because if you don't, then you're not really my friend. I mean, seven years as an adult. Actually, I say with longer than that. But seven years as a fully realized adult on my own, whatever. I moved in with him in 2013, and I moved out in 2019. But I also lived with him, like, three years before that. Um... So I'm like, if you've never been to my house and met my dad and the time that I've been grown, you're not really my friend. You don't know me. And I'm not saying that's that's the that's the only thing that has to happen. It doesn't. But where do I live at now? What am I going through now? You know? What who, who, what's my son's name? Hmm? What's his ailment? Because I, I I don't care about talking about it because it's his life. It's my life. It's not I'm not I don't talk about it out of pity, but what, what is it? What is this disease? Do you know? What did I work at before here? What do I work at now? If you don't know these things and we've never talked, when's the last time you texted me? We're not friends. There's 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 friends and then there's people that I got drunk with and that's there are two different things. So either way, I've already spent far too long on this situation, but um, stay tuned. I have a lot of topics I want to address in the coming episodes. So please stay tuned. Hope you learned something. Hope you found uh, me to be a person. I don't know. I just, you know, if you like it, you like it. Um, I'm going to talk about some more stuff later. Um, we're going to go from there. Um, like I said, make sure you follow me on Twitter. And um, let's see what else we got. Follow me on Twitter at Stand Off Topic. That's pretty much it. Stand Off Topic. Uh, follow me there on Twitter.com, www. And um, stay tuned for more episodes. Go back and listen to the other episodes. Uh, please do. All I do is here is talk and have fun. It is what it is. Um, I'll give you. I'll give you some parting words of wisdom right now. Okay, real quick, I'll tell it to you like this. Uh, Have a good day, but if you can't, don't you dare go messing up nobody else's. That's by the great actress, Tabitha Brown. She's so nice. Her voice is so silky smooth. I love her. She's amazing. She reminds me of my aunt, even though I don't have an aunt anything like her. Uh, No shade to my aunts. I'm just saying she's like from deep, deep south, like Mississippi. She has that southern accent she just makes you feel welcome um but yeah have a good day but if you can't don't you dare go messing up nobody else's either way this has been keith um check me out at staying off topic if you haven't heard from the fourth time i've said it uh, also check out my other podcast slush review slush review on youtube 
uh, anywhere you find podcasts and Twitter, social review. Also, Instagram, social review podcast. Um, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. Shout out to my co-host, Chris. Um, that's it. Bye.